Hey guys, welcome to this podcast exclusive, where you'll be hearing this first on the podcast, BW Rose's Discussions, and then later on, possibly on YouTube. So, without further ado, let's get into this exclusive that I'm going to talk about. So, on Doug Walker's Nostalgia Critics uh, YouTube channel, one of the videos he did several years ago, and I actually talked about this on YouTube at one point, is... Basically, he discussed whether or not weird was the new direction when it came to entertainment, mostly television, movies, you name it. It basically is weird. Is the unusual the new direction? Now, what he was emphasizing at in this was basically the fact that a lot of people were getting into different kind of programming that was out there. You know, some people, I mean, one of the things that stuck out to him that he discussed that I'm pretty sure a lot of us were expecting him to touch upon in that video was My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And basically the fact that you had a lot of grown adults, men and women, bronies, pegasisters as they're known as, becoming fans of this show originally meant for kids and how the show itself through that progressed and evolved to acknowledge said fan base. He also touched upon shows that you can find at places like Netflix, like uh, Bojack uh, Horseman, in shows like that. Even, I'm sure if he wanted to update the video, it would be, he'd be talking about shows like Midnight Gospel, stuff like that. But the more I thought about it, the more it did bring up the question of, is weird the new direction? Now, like I said, I did a response but nowadays, more so, is the unusual the new uh, initiative? Is it the new direction to go in? And I've talked about this many times. As a matter of fact, in, to- in my recent Topics on My Mind video, what was the animation edition, I talked about basically how I could see some art stories that were based around the same character, as well as other different ones as well, probably benefiting from maybe uh, taking that next step into... Um, television visual media you know motion picture visual media whether it was animation live action CGI flash animation you name it whether it was on television or on the big screen you know there are stories that I mentioned like Grepathenia's What Dreams May Become series including the Potion Place and Gina series that I've helped contribute commissions and stories for um the Demonica series, uh, which was originally and still is a bit of a webcomic uh, deal by Mr. Internet Man at DeviantArt, as well as the written adaption, which is uh, basically done by Minor Dash Alterations, who also does some other stories like the Unlimited series, as they call it, or the Becoming Unlimited, or the Unlimited series, as well as the new one, Model in the Symbiont. And when you read these stories... Yeah, they have a trend. They have sort of a trend, if not a familiar pattern and topic and subject, you know, to them. But the way they're written and the way they're created uh, to be, you know, read, and the way the characters are described, it shows you that sometimes the unusual can definitely be the next step into creating a good story. It really could be. There is no doubt about it. There is no doubt about the fact that it is definitely the next step 
in possibly the evolution of television and motion picture film media. I mean, when you think about it, when you think about it um, in reality, um, if you will, when you think about it in reality, you know, there's been a lot of shows and movies that have gone down the weird path, if you will, when it comes to what they're trying to, you know, get across in the story. You know, sometimes they will have an episode or they will have scenes and moments uh, within the movie that, well, like I said, they will have episodes in the series sometimes that will make you wonder, you know, why did they go this route? Why did they get weird here, but they didn't get weird anytime else? It's like it makes you wonder. It makes you kind of think, you know, you know, why did they do this? And... I think the honest answer to that um, in the long run is because of the fact that they wanted to go outside the norm. They wanted to explore other boundaries. They wanted to show that they could be unpredictable. And that's exactly why when you look at shows um, that you wouldn't expect that out of, you know, that's what you get. And that's why nowadays you are getting shows like that in some kind of form or fashion. The Midnight Gospel, like I said, is a good example of that. You know, it's based on basically a podcast that an individual did. And as I mentioned on the topics of my mind deal, uh, when I was talking about, you know, how I could see maybe something like the Demonica series or the What Dreams May Become series being adapted in that same manner, basically all they did was take various audio podcasts, interviews, if you will, and incorporate them with a few new bits of dialogue here and there, uh, but incorporate them overall into the episode, into the series. And because of it, it's become a huge hit. And again, I talk, I brought up uh, the same thing I brought up on the other show I brought up, I should say, in the animation edition of Topics on My Mind, was Kipo. You know, this was originally a webcomic, and usually you would think a webcomic like that would have no chance of becoming a huge hit or becoming a huge hit, you know, from an animation standpoint or even a live-action standpoint, but yet here you are. It is a huge hit. People like it. People are enjoying it. And, you know, it makes you wonder if this is the new direction, if, you know, the unusual, the weird is going to be the new direction. Because I want you to notice a theme with a lot of these shows that are popping up that have had the origins based in the internet, you know, in web comics or in podcasts. I want you to notice, you know, the the one trend, the one, uh, the one subject that they all have in common, the one topic, transformation, turning into things. You know, whether that's part of the character or that's just something they do on occasions, it's basically it play basically it plays a major part in the series. Kipo in the second at the end of the first and in, mostly into the second season on Netflix, you know where the series is. You know, she has to go and now deal with the fact that when she turns into this jaguar this ultimate version or normal version, whatever, that she's got to find a way to balance out how she's going to be able, without the help of her friends, maybe, be able to kind of take back control from the Jaguar because the Jaguar 
becomes dominant. It becomes her new persona. You know, so it's one of those it's one of those situations to where when you when you look at a story like that, like I said, it's based on a web comic, comic, and one of the main driving forces for it is transformation of a character character into something besides who they are. You know, it, you definitely look at, like I said, a series like that, and you say, I've not seen that kind of a series that much, you know, anymore uh, in animation. And you haven't. I mean, even, I mean, here's another crazy concept that you don't see that much, but or, or really wasn't considered a trend, or really wasn't considered something that could uh, be utilized in any stories, or anybody would consider utilizing for a while, until it became a huge hit, or became the theme of the series, Steven Universe. The main theme of Steven Universe was fusion. Steven fusing with one of the gems. Steven fusing with his love interest. Steven fusing with his father. You know, stuff like that. You know, that was never, ever a big, you know, a big topic to incorporate into a story of any kind. And then Steven Universe and other shows like it came around and it became more utilized. Now, I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, we've seen them in stories before, before Steven Universe. And that might be true, but they were never really popularized as much as they were till we got to a, till we had a series like Steven Universe came around. Steven Universe came around and basically put merging and fusions, you know, you know, in the forefront, you know, at the forefront. That's what it did. And I think a lot of people realize that. And like I said, the same thing with a show like Kipo. You know, her main, the main thing now going into the third season is the fact that, you know, she has to deal, she has to learn and try to find a balance between her, her personality and the Jaguar's personality and find a way to try to control it or else it takes control of her. Now, I've heard some, some person came out and said, look, I, you know, you know what, basically what I'm saying is I heard one person, I watched one video on YouTube, someone was theorizing what they could see the third season being like, and basically they feel that they could see a third season where for maybe one or two episodes... Kipo ends up stuck in her jaguar form and she can't get back unless she gets the help of her friends or unless she finds a way to finally confront the jaguar in the mind and say, look, I'm you, you're me, we need to work together, let's become one, and then maybe there you go. They have a balancing, they have an agreement to where even in the jaguar form, she could still communicate with her friends, she could still talk. The point is when I, when I look at something like, like Kipo, and I look at something like Steven Universe, and I look at something like Midnight Gospel, I'm like, these all originated, in a sense, mostly, well, at least two of them anyway, from the internet, from webcomics, from podcasts. And again, it makes me wonder if perhaps other shows or other stories, big characters, could end up in that same uh, pattern, in that same direction, in that same way. I mean, nowadays... I mean, heck, when you when you look at shows like like BNA and um, what what was it the interspecies reviewers or something like that, I can't think of the name right now. When you look at those shows, you wouldn't think those kind of shows, whether they're adult oriented, 
you know, anime, well, both, both of them are anime, but mostly adult-oriented or not, you wouldn't think that the main primary of it would be furries. I mean, one of them basically is about people turning into anamorphic animals sometimes, you know, and that's it. The, the point I'm getting at is, in the past, you would never thought any of these would be concepts strongly looked at and touted and utilized and made into something then from what they made from some made into something something than from what they originally were based on. You know, and it and again another big trend as well is believe it or not, slime girls, goo girls, you know, women and even men. Slime girls, slime guys, goo guys, goo girls, whatever. You know, you have a majority of female and f- male, I'm not going to leave them out, male characters that sometimes can turn into slime versions or liquid versions of themselves, and they enjoy it. They embrace it. You know, it gives them the powers to shapeshift into anything they want, melt down into a puddle to relax and just forget all existence. I mean, minor dash alterations, when they did the Demonica series, which we're still working on, created a character called Ruby Walker, and in the later portion of the series, she's granted the same abilities as Demonica. And the re- and the main thing she likes about it is melting into a puddle of goo. You know, and just being like that for a while and nothing else. The Demonica character, as I've mentioned on many occasions, is, you know, just the alter ego of a college student named Veronica who... who is able to become the Demonica character and it allows her to escape reality. It allows her to be more than what she is. It allows her to have the courage to be more than what she is. And I think and I think that's why the series is so popular, the web comics that, you know, Mr. Internet Man publishes, you know, every month or every every month for maybe once or twice a month whether it's a long one or a short one you get that you get that feeling for for her you get that elation for uh, Veronica when it comes to this kind of stuff and it's cool the same with another character that he brought into the fold called Rebecca she becomes exotica same powers and everything and he's even gone as far as to have the two not only meet up and become you know close BFFs but allow them to fuse together into different versions. I mean, you had a fusion where they were both both minds in one body. You had one fusion called that dubbed herself Angela, and she was kind of more of a dominant personality, but and she was basically like the complete opposite of what they were, you know, because they were kind of like even in their demonica exotica forms, they were kind, they were mischiefy, but they were kind-hearted, nice, and everything. Angela comes, they combine and become Angela. She's the complete opposite. She's the complete opposite of that. You know, she's vain, self-centered, narcissistic, as they call it. I think that's what Mr. Internet Man said and described of her. And then you have another one, which is looked at as a true fusion called Zaya, and she's basically the best of both worlds. So, you got stuff like that, and and then I look at Creepathenia. She's got her own little book series that she does on Amazon. That she sells on Amazon. And then she has other series she does on DeviantArt. One of them primarily, like I said, was What Dreams May Become. And it's a great story. It's a great story to really look into. 
it's a great story. And like I said, to really look into and really embrace. It's one of those kind of stories. And, you know, and then of course, like the ones I mentioned, the Potion Play series, the Gina portion of it. You know, these are great stories that I think could be adapted very well nowadays and now in today's climate into um, a show you could see on a Netflix, on a HBO Max, on a Hulu, on an Amazon Prime, and they would succeed. They would be huge hits, I think. I mean, because again, you take a look at Midnight Gospel, you look at Kipo, you know, you look at all those kind of series. And they're becoming huge hits. People like them because they're different. They're unusual. This. This basic. This kind of is the same. What I'm trying to say. Sorry a little truck went by there. But this could. The same could be said. As I'm trying to get the words out here. The same could be said. For this stuff that I just mentioned. So it makes you wonder. Is this the new. Is weird, as Doug Walker put it in his video a couple years ago, is weird, especially now, the new direction? Is it the new form? Is it the new initiative to take when it comes to producing content for a series? You know, to be adapted into um, animation form, maybe even live action, but mostly animation. Is it the new direction? Makes you wonder, guys. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say for this podcast exclusive, which you will also hear on YouTube down the line later. But let me know what you guys all think down below. Comment if you like. I'm going to get into work right now because i got to get something to eat. And I am out. <laughs>